Good evening. Welcome to Paranormal Almanac with your host, Kurt Sandvik. A very special Caitlin Summerween edition. Call in now with your paranormal stories. Ghosts, demons, black-eyed children, anything paranormal. That's right, I'm your host, Kurt Sandvig, and on this week's all-new Quarantine Special Caitlin Summerween Edition. That's right, it's a long title. This Quarantine Edition is brought to you by Caitlin. It's her birthday, and she asked me, she's a friend of mine, she said, hey, for my birthday, can we do a Summerween episode? live episode where people can call in and get all the spooky fun stuff that I want to hear. And I said, yeah, of course, this sounds awesome. So this is Caitlin's Summerween Quarantine Paranormal Almanac Edition. Everybody that calls in, I would really appreciate it if you give Caitlin a shout out, say happy birthday. If you've got any paranormal stories to share to scare Caitlin on her birthday, Tonight is the night to do that. That's right. Well, let's see. We've got here. We got Austin and we got Eek and we got, uh, hey, you know, people are saying this is what I want for my birthday next year. Maybe that'll happen. You never know. I've done two birthday shows, one for Jamie and now one for Caitlin. Why the heck not? Let's keep going. I like these. I like these a lot. But as I was saying, 818-732-9399. The phone lines are open. Let's see who we get to call in. In the meantime, in the in-between time... I also have a bunch of stories. I've got stories from Caitlin's friends who couldn't actually make it for the show, but I want to save that one, I think, for just a little bit later. I do want to talk about a couple of uh, haunted things that are in paranormal news. Haunted TikTok. That's right. We're getting back to TikTok because, um, well, frankly, every kid in the world's using TikTok and then telling me about it. Oh, Kevin's got a tail. Kevin, call in. 818-732-9399. No need to wait. Phone lines are open. Can I at least get a birthday shout out in August? Yes, you can. Yes, you can, Ashley. But there is haunted TikTok. So apparently this this um, randonautica thing that a listener told me about, and then I went and tried it and I didn't really get anything, is becoming more and more of a phenomena to the point where people are now really wondering what is happening with it. They're now getting more positive hits, paranormal experiences, than just negative, I just went out to a place and it was kind of spooky and I went home. There is something apparently to Randonautica. And they're saying that the people have seen, people have found dead bodies using Randonautica. People have seen streetlights go out right above their car and then watch as the streetlights go out down the entire street. They're saying that Randonautica does seem to be leading a lot of people to paranormal locations. Oh, thank you, Stitch. You're, you're making reading very easy. But it's not just Randonautica. TikTokers are also 
catching ghosts while they're doing non-ghost-related TikTok videos. Now, unfortunately, this news article, which talks a hell of a lot about them, doesn't actually have a video that I can share. Oh, wait, maybe it does. Let's see. Put it up on the TV. I'll let you guys decide if this is really, really spooky or not. So let's, uh, let's share. Maybe. If it lets me do it. Ha ha! There we are. Actually, I want you guys to see her completely, though. See how silly this is. I use the Milani 05 Soleil. Let me try that on. Apparently, there's going to be a ghost. Let's play that again. Hey guys. Watch the so closet door. I commented in one of my videos, like the bronzer highlighter I use, and I use the Milani 05 Soleil. So I'm going to try that on. And. Um, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, alright, alright. That's enough of her. That's enough of her. Let's get back to me. This show's about me, not her. All right, so what do you guys think? Do you think that was a legitimate ghost, or do you think that she pl probably planned that herself? It's getting, but these kind of videos are getting hundreds of thousands of hits. Yeah, Robbins is in the Oscar goes to. Uh, you know what? It could be real. It could be legit. I don't know, but this is only, this is one of many haunted TikTokers. I that's the only video that will play. I'm checking it now. Uh, that's the only video that will play without actually me going to TikTok, which I don't want to do with you guys on here because that just seems weird. But, um, again, if you have TikTok, watch out for ghosts. Wait, which one? There we go. Watch out for ghosts because TikTokers are discovering more and more paranormal things as they're doing inane things like talking about bronzers. Keith says, nope, he doesn't believe it at all. Kevin says, nope, he doesn't believe it at all. Um... Dorian says, not bad, but probably fake. Kevin, yeah, where is the light switch? That's what I was going to say as well, that sure, the lights went out, but who's to say your friend wasn't standing right over there by the light switch and just went, think, you know, who's to say your friend wasn't laying in the closet and pushed open and closed the, the doors? You can't see the bottom of the doors. You can't see the light switch. There's a lot of stuff that makes me go, nah, I don't know. But again, those videos are getting hundreds of thousands more hits than this video that you're watching right now. So... Who am I to say? Maybe I should just start uh, staging a bunch of really weird-looking uh, TikTok videos. Uh, Jamie says, I watched a series of them. They were all ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. Oh, Keith's new. Well, hey, Keith, welcome to the party. Hey, howdy, hi. We got a lot of people here. I'm loving this. Caitlin, you have a lot of people watching your summer summerween, that's hard to say, summerween episode. Uh, what are you guys drinking? For me, in the Bigfoot mug, I've got the... Captain Morgan orange and vanilla rum. It's the summer edition mixed with cream soda. I highly recommend it. Usually I put a scoop of ice cream in there, but I didn't need a milkshake while I'm trying to do this episode. Let's see who else we've got in the chat room that are talking. Don't do that. We want the real shit. Yes, you know what, Kevin? That's what I want as well. I If I'm going to ever post a ghost video, it's not going to be BS because, hey, Bill's here. Hey, howdy, hi. That is Caitlin's dad. I've met him a number of times. Very nice gentleman. So let me get into, gee, Stitch. Let me get into the first Caitlin's friend story for the night. 
Now, the phone lines, again, are open, 818-732-9399, so you can call in, and I can pause this story at any time. But I want to read you one of the stories. This one is from Caitlin's friend, Melissa. I don't know if I'll be able to call in because I'm a truck driver. I used to work with a company which would travel through all 48 continental states. We did drive through Oklahoma a lot, and if you've ever driven there, you know it's a very long and very boring drive. I had one night drive, which was unusual. First, my DOT clock, the clock to keep how long, keep up with how long you need to drive, wasn't moving at all. My cell phone clock was ticking away as usual, but I was just annoyed. Then, my DOT clock was moving way too fast. I was spooked, but I assumed it was just malfunctioning and I'd have to do the, pro the uh, paper logs. Then, off in the distance, I saw a long streetlight in a field, a little off from the highway. It looked like a guy was just standing there looking up at it. He was dressed in black and red robes. That's the first check in the nope category. Then that's me saying that. And then she says, then I as I, or Melissa then said, then as I drove closer, I saw the man I saw the man had his mouth agape in an unnatural wide position. Frequent listeners of this show knows that that happens a lot and I don't like it. Almost as if he had just broken his jaw but he wasn't in pain. He was in awe at the lone streetlight's glow. Around this time, my partner woke up because his shift was about to start. I told him what happened, and he brushed it off as it's dark and I'm tired, which, sure. Then, as I continued to drive down the I-40 through Oklahoma, we saw, figures in the lur we saw figures lurking through the darkness. I grew up in a small town, so I assumed there were bored kids trying to spook truckers and visitors because that's what I did as a teenager. But then my partner and I realized there were far too many lurking in the woods to just be a group of teenagers. Some were close enough to the highway to see their features in the glow of my headlights. They were pale. Some were old, some were very young, and they all wore these black and red robes. Their faces contorted to, to bizarre expressions of malice. My partner is scared shitless. I don't know if you can say shitless on the air, but guess what? Yes, I can. Shitless. And he's asking me to go faster, but the truck for this company can only go 63 miles an hour. We are worried that these people, or whatever they were, were going to get to the bright idea to try and surround the truck or put a trap out on the road. Eventually, I got to a rest area. I assured my partner that that top part of Texas, though flat and boring like Oklahoma, isn't nearly as creepy. He smoked a cigarette and begrudgingly started his shift. I was a little paranoid, so I kept a lookout from the sleeper berth until I was too tired. Ah, the life of a trucker. What the hell, man? What the hell? Look, black and red robes, that's that's always bad. Find me one good thing that ever happened in black and red robes. You can't. There isn't one. Yeah, you know, Hugh Hefner wore a red robe. Sometimes he wore a black robe. But black and red robes? Nah, man, that's like Manos Hand of Fate crap. And you don't want that. You do not want to be driving down to some creepy Oklahoma road in a truck in you know, like a big rig and seeing a bunch of freaky people with wide grins and also what's with the wide mouths that's just weird too but anyhow back to the ropes you never want to see people in weird creepy robes while you're being a truck driver uh Todd and Jamie years ago in one of the older episodes they saw someone with an unnaturally large smile and it became known as the Cheshire Demon what is happening with my light right now Holy crap. Again, I'm not being abducted. My light is just going insanely bright for some reason. Let me back up. Maybe it's the camera. But um, anyhow, so as you can see, 
there is going to be a lot of creepy stories for tonight's episode. That is just the first of many. But this is a live call-in show. I need someone to be the brave first caller for the live call-in show. Call in any paranormal stories. Ghosts, UFOs, speaking of UFOs, until we get a call. I posted it on the Facebook page. I'll be talking about it on the next episode that I've already recorded. I just need to edit it. It's going to take me probably till Tuesday to get that out. It's a time travel episode, but in paranormal news, just like a couple of days ago, the Pentagon is saying, yep, UFOs are real. There is no ifs, no ands, no buts. They said they found vehicles from another planet, not from Earth, not man-made vehicles, and that's what the UFOs are. They have one. They have more than one, probably, but they said they at least have a non-man-made vehicle, not of this Earth. Disclosure is happening, and this light is driving me absolutely crazy. Disclosure is happening, but there's so much other crap going on in the news it's like a secondary story, which might be the reason for it. Here we go. Brave first caller, you are on the air. Hi. Hi, who's this? This is Tevis. I'm one of Caitlin's friends. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> I love one of Caitlin's friends being the first caller. <laughs> I thought I would share a story that my mother shared with me when I was a little girl. Oh, I would love that. Okay. So... She's not one to tell these stories, but she has no other stories like this. Um, So it was very out of, like, the ordinary for her. But, um, yeah, she sat me down one day, and she told me, remember those red silk pajamas you used to have? They're, like, crab or silk, something like that. And uh, I was like, yeah, I remember those. And she said, well, there was a night that you were crying, and you had a bad dream, and I came into your bedroom. And uh, I was trying to calm you down. Some wolf man was chasing you, and I tried to assure you that that's just a dream. You're really sweaty, so you know I just I rolled you over. I started like scratch, like you know how moms do, like yeah. use their nails sure. to scratch your back. Yeah. She rolls me over, and she sees claw marks from my neck all the way down to my waist, like three rips straight down. What the what? <laughs> and. Uh, she said she was really frightened, and uh, she used the excuse that I was too sweaty that I needed to change out of my pajamas because I might get sick. So she had me get off the pajamas, put on a new set, and she never told me about it. So wait, she said she, wait, were the pajamas ripped three claw yes. marks? Yes, from the neck down to my back, to my lower back, where I couldn't reach. Holy right crap. <laughs> All right, because I was going to say, you know, it could have been you in your sleep and maybe you scratch yourself. Sure, that's a really right? long, weird scratch, but to scratch <laughs> right? yourself through pajamas? Yeah. She was She said she just threw them up into the attic and closed the attic door and didn't look at them. She <laughs> called her mother. She just called her mom and just said, this is what happened. I like that. Just, that's, nope, that yeah. didn't happen. Nope, uh-uh. So wait, did she just let you go back to sleep, or did she like keep an eye on you that night? I don't remember what she told me what happened after that. I was so shocked my mother was sharing that story with me. <laughs> I don't remember anything after that. I was like, okay. And then I just thought about it. I was like, I remember those pajamas. I remember how they felt on me because I wore them all the time. Now, and so when you were growing up, did you have like a pet panther or bear that you slept with? <laughs> No, but I was never afraid of anything wolf-like or cats. I had a cat. I love cats. 
Yeah, nothing like that ever happened again. <laughs> that was, so that was, a, I was my next question. So did it ever happen again? So no, it was a one-time only thing, huh? Yeah, I had other supernatural things that I can say now from my own experience that I actually sure, remember yeah. what happened. Oh, God, but yeah. I don't. But wait, yeah. now, did you ever ask your mom, like, hey, mom, what did you think scratched me? Like, what the heck, mom? Why didn't you, like, you know, did she search what the house or what did she think? <laughs> She was a single mom at the time, so it was just me and my little brother. That's why she called her mom, and she just, she didn't, she just was so spooked, she just wanted to pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> she always treated me kind of oddly growing up, like, if I didn't want to do something, like, I was such an obedient kid, but if I ever stood up to her, she kind of got scared, and I was just like, okay, like, why is my mom like this? And when I was a teenager, I started, it's just every teenager, you, like, suddenly realize, oh, my kid's growing up, you know? Oh, my kid's growing um, up being attacked by demons in their sleep, you know, the <laughs> usual. But, yeah, she just didn't want to scare me anymore. She just wanted her kid to go back to bed, and she just wanted it to be over with, so she didn't tell me about it when it happened, but she told me when I was older that it had happened. Holy crap. All right. So that's all right. That's an amazing kickoff to the show. But now you have a personal paranormal experience. I have two. Ooh. Yeah. Really big ones. Um, okay. So I jotted it down so I wouldn't forget anything. Let me look real quick. So it's not necessarily the first one. But I think it's a lot shorter. I'm going to the second one. Um, so this happened a couple of years ago. I had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Uh, and I had a friend who's temporarily staying on the couch, so I quietly tiptoed through the hallway and I closed the bathroom door behind me. Um, and I was going pee, and I bowed my head exhausted, and I was still, you know, in the bed. And then suddenly I felt as though there was a tall man standing in front of me. Wait, 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 there's heart. what standing in front of you? A tall man. Like, oh. it suddenly felt like someone just showed up right in front of me while I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> Holy crap. So... My heart just like leaped out of my chest and I threw my head up to see who it was, you know, and it just jolted back. And there's no one there. And then I see this shadow slip under the bathroom door, exiting out of the bathroom. Oh crap! And, wait. Yeah. So wait. Now, did did you see like when you when you were like, oh, there's a tall man. Was he a uh -huh. shadow person, or could you see details? Or I didn't see nothing. That's why I was like, oh, it's in my head. And then the shadow caught my eye and I was like oh that was real you just it's, whenever I look at something I can't see it anymore but if I'm not thinking about it and uh, that's when I see things in my peripheral sometimes oh so this is a this is a fairly regular thing then not too regular it's happened like twice um that's too much for me still... that's too too many times right. for me thank you that's enough for me too <laughs> like no I'm good <laughs> but yeah so anyways I went back to bed and I was like, okay, whatever. I was just trying to go back to sleep. I don't want to think about it. And all of a sudden, my husband next to me uh, gets up to go to the bathroom. They come back. And we're just laying there in silence. And I don't say anything to him. And all of a sudden, he goes, honey? And I go, yeah. And they said, would you stay to the house? And before he could even finish asking me that, I jumped up and started staging the house. Because I didn't want to hear whatever he had to tell me. What? Or what he saw. Or what he felt. Because... I didn't want that emotion of fear to encourage whatever was in the apartment. Well, yeah, but that's an independent corroboration that he probably <laughs> saw something either exactly or very similar to what you just saw. Which I found out later, after, because I didn't, I didn't want to encourage it. I just wanted to get rid of it and then ask him what he saw, and then our stories came together exactly being the same thing. Holy um, crap. Now, yeah. now, when he saw it, now, did he actually yeah. see it, or was it a shadow again, or what did he see? No. He saw a tall person go into the bathroom after I walked out. 
and he thought it was our guest sleeping on the couch. And when no sound came out of the bathroom, and he's sitting there waiting to go to the bathroom himself, he was just like, oh, shit, there's, okay, I don't think, you know, our guest is in the bathroom. I'm going to go to the bathroom. And then when he came back, that's when he asked me to preach, like, sage the whole house. <laughs> wow. So we quietly saged it. We did that, and I didn't want to wake up the person on the couch. We went back to the bedroom, and that's when I said, okay, what did you see? And then he tells me what he saw. Yeah. And and then all of a sudden, we hear this little knock on the door, and go, hello? And we just, like, ah, like, we straightened, we jumped. Um, and it was just our guests at the door, and they were saying, what's going on? I smell smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Why so, are you saging me in my sleep, please? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, so wow. All her, right. Now... Did he or you, did, all right, so even though you really didn't, this is so tough because you really didn't get a good look at him, but you know he's a tall man that became a shadow, but you can't yeah. describe, like, what he was wearing, if he had a hat on or a coat Nothing. or anything? Nothing, because, again, I was, like, half asleep going to the bathroom. I'm not even thinking about stuff like that, and by the time I jumped it up, sure. like, I'm seeing nothing there but a door, and then I look down and I see this, like, shadow like slowly slip out of the bathroom and I was like oh okay and then he saw a tall figure go into the bathroom again thinking it was just I guess and it was dark so but it was very clear okay someone's in the bathroom I can't go in there yet wait there's no sound you know but then we talked to our guests and we found out that this person was a channeler so oh I yeah so <laughs> I didn't know what that was at the time so they had to explain to me like channelers are people who kind of help people on the other side. And they actually woke up and saw the man on the, next to them on the couch. And she told him, like, I'm sorry, I can't help you here. You have to leave. And I was like, okay, like, good to know this about my friends. But also, I've been in this apartment for a while. Nothing like this has ever happened here. And nothing happened after they left. So I believe her. I believe that she's a channeler. I just don't know much about it. So... Apparently, the, the help that this, this ghost needed was to go to the bathroom one last time before passing over. And you know. were in the bathroom. Nice. I don't know. I like to think that they were looking for the other person on the couch. And they were like, nope, <laughs> nope, not you. Yourself. Yeah, sorry. I thought you were somebody else. I didn't mean to. Sorry. You finish up. We'll talk later. Right. <laughs> Holy crap. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. So now do you have another or was that the, that was the, the two? Uh, yeah, I have one more. It's a little bit longer, but it is the very first time I really realized I could sense anything like that. No, let's do this. So. This is awesome. You're doing so well. This is the amazing first call. So um, this one, I had two other ladies around my age, and they had a spare room, and they needed to fill it. Um, and I interviewed for the apartment, and we discovered, you know, oh, we have a mutual friend, and, you know, it was such a great, warm interaction, and it turns out, you got the room, and I'm like, hell yeah, and I'm moving in with these two other girls, and it's, I'm just excited about this next chapter of my life, you know? Sure. It's the first hour of moving in. <laughs> I put down, you know, the first box, and I suddenly felt as though... I were being watched, like, with judgmental eyes. And no one was in the room, so I just assumed it must be a neighbor watching through their window into mine. So I just ignored it, and I hustled downstairs to get a second box. And every time I returned to the room, this, like, energy was violent inside of it. And I, I couldn't explain it other than when you feel someone staring at you, and you turn, and you see it's true. Yeah. Um, except this feeling didn't lead me to anyone. And at one point, I went to the window, and I gave the meanest look back at whatever rude neighbor was staring me down, but I saw no one, and none of their windows could even look into mine. 
and that freaked me out a little. So I turned my attention to the bed, which was also located in an awkward spot, and it clearly should be along the wall. So I began moving the bed, and I suddenly felt this energy in the room, like, swell with anger. I ignored it, but it just got worse. And I kept checking the window, but I couldn't track down why I felt like this. It felt overwhelming and just fueled with hatred. So I caved, and I went downstairs to tell the other two girls. And I was, I really risked it because I was like, they're going to think I'm crazy. And yeah. I'm 26 years old. Nothing like this has ever happened to me. I'm really taking a risk here. But I tell them, and they both just look so shocked. And one of the girls turns to the other, and she says, oh, my God, she's only been here an hour, and she feels it. What are we going to do? Her roommate didn't know what to say, but she turned to me, and she said, see that note on the fridge next to you? I turned, and I see a poster on the fridge. Um, and it gave this, like, curt and brief, like, goodbye message, like, I got all my things, and I moved out. Best of luck to you. She said that the last girl and the girl before her have all left for the same reason. Like, they keep leaving because of this room. What the hell? But it's just they that room? Yeah, just so I don't know. Like, the, the other girl, one of the girls was freaking out because she didn't believe any of the other first two people who had moved in. And by the time I came in, I was visibly seeing her in shock. And she's like, this is nuts. And because they had had, apparently, a priest even came in before I got there and, like, like holy water the walls. Everything. Wow. Yeah. So I only stay there for six or eight months. Um, and I just... You know, I didn't Hold know on. anything about... Wait, 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 time out. You stayed there? <laughs> yeah, I'm stubborn, and I didn't know if I believed in that stuff much. I believed in it. I just was like, I don't know. I have no bad intent. So I was like, whatever it is, I was naive. I was like, it'll figure it out. Look, you know, but I don't mean it any harm. <laughs> for everybody listening right now, you go into a room, and you find out that the last two people have left because something evil is there. So evil uh -huh. that they had to send a priest in to try and cleanse that room? Leave that room. Don't stay there. There's other rooms. I thought I could be the exception. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it was really, yeah, it was nuts. Um, Did anything yeah, happen to you in that room? Honestly, like nothing came off the walls. No doors came swinging open. I actually told whatever it was, because I don't know anything about that stuff. I just said, hey, whatever you are. Say this in front of anyone else, <laughs> like privately in my room. I said, Whatever you are, you need to stay outside of that door. You do not come in this room. We can somehow cohabitate, I guess, but you cannot cross my doorway. You must stay outside. Well, the problem was this is in Virginia in the heat, and the AC can't get into that room unless I leave the door open at night. I felt every night like I could not sleep. Like, co-workers are pulling me aside. People who barely knew me at work were like, what's going on? Like, you have huge dark circles under your eyes. Oh, like, no. I wasn't getting sleep. Yeah. And the bed that was on that wall that I said I moved to because it made more sense to be there. After a month, I had to move the bed because halfway through that month, I just pulled the mattress off the bed frame and put it in the middle of the room so I could get some sleep. Nothing was, like, scaring me. I just, like, every time I would fall asleep, I keep getting pulled out of sleep again and again. And again, we would do this every night, every night. Like, I couldn't go to bed. Wow. Even if I wasn't scared. Yeah, a friend at work gave me some sage, and she was native, and she was like, hey, like, I'm gifting this to you. Try burning this and keep, you know, setting your boundaries. And I did. I felt safe at night. But, you know, when my girlfriend would visit me, she wouldn't want to stay in the room. She would be frightened to be in that room. Um, everyone could kind of feel it, and I, long story short, I eventually just had to leave because it was getting worse, and everything we were trying was making it intensify. Well, yeah, I mean, you can only hold that kind of stuff off unless you know what you're really, really doing. 
you're really experiencing that. You can only right. hold off that kind of stuff for so long. And then it's like, yeah. nope, all bets are off. I'm, it's my place, my room. Now, did you ever try to like look up like what was going on with that house? Like where, how old was it? Where, you know, was there any, any murders there? Well, any bad things happened no. there? I found out what I think, I don't know if she was pulling my leg or not, but the, that wall I was talking about, I shared it with the roommate and she thinks whatever it was, was attached to her. And oh. she confessed that to me a few months into moving in. She said that there was a man who she would call Top Hat. And there we go. Holy crap. Child. Holy crap. Have you heard of Top Hat? Is this a spirit or something? This is a thing. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. So, all right. So Tivis, right? Yeah. Tivis. All right. So the fact that you don't know about it, but that you just mentioned Top Hat mm -hmm. makes me so, so very happy. Um, Top Hat is a shadow person that has been seen for hundreds of years by many, many, many people like all around the world. It's something oh that God. keeps being brought up again and again and again, episode after episode after episode. It's amazing that someone who didn't even know just brought up Top Hat because, yeah, that's a big paranormal thing that, that can't be explained. In fact, um, my friend Elisa, who's in the chat room right now, we were talking about this a couple of episodes ago. Like, you know, people saw the Top Hat before, like, Top Hats were a thing. So Elisa yeah. looked up and found out, like, when Top Hats really started becoming a thing. And it does seem like people were seeing the Top Hat shadow person, ghost, spirit, demon, whatever you want to call it, prior yeah. to top hats being a thing. So, yeah, this is a total thing. She kept believing it might be her grandfather because he would hold her hand when she was a child, and when she would wake up, she'd feel her hand drop, and she could see him asking her, are the kids being good to you at school? But then he got scary, and she didn't want to see him anymore. And she said that she had a friend stay the night, and he was lurking in the hallway, and she wasn't with her friend when her friend saw it, but she had actually forgotten about this top hat guy. And her friend came running into the bedroom saying, there's this man, in a, and it's in a in the top hat I have to go and she just left and then she said later on she was hooking up with these guys with this app for like one night stands and one of the guys got rough with her and they went to sleep and somewhere in her sleep she was woken up by him choking and gasping and all he said was white gloves white gloves and he grabbed all his stuff and he ran out of the apartment and I was just like girl I don't know who this top hat is but you need to like let him go I'm glad he's like been there for you and I I know you think he's your grandfather, but he shouldn't be hurting people like me who clearly have no ill will. Like, I really wanted to be her friend. <laughs> and I, you know, but I was just like, your top hat friend buddy is really, really like, and yeah. she told him, she's like, you need to leave to this alone. And he appeared, she told me this. I don't know. I was just like, okay. But she said she could feel him on the bed sitting there and he visually like appeared finally again in front of her. And he just stared at her dead in the eyes. Like, I'm not going anywhere. And she just stared back at him silently. And things were increasing that same month. And she asked me, how are things? And I'm like, it's getting really bad. Like, I keep seeing him in my peripheral, but when I turn, there's no one there. And it's always when I'm not thinking about it. When I'm scared about it, I never sense anything. I don't see him. But when I'm not worried, he shows up. So I don't know what this top hat is, but I'd love to learn more about it. <laughs> hey, try, uh, you, you've got a hundred and, I don't know, probably 40-some episodes of Paranormal Almanac. You'll be surprised how many times the top hat or hat man, however you want to call it, the shadow man with the top hat, you'll be surprised how many times it gets brought up by a lot of people like yourself who didn't know about it. 
And yeah, yeah, it's a thing that's, again, around the world for hundreds of years. It's been seen in just about every culture. I don't know what it is. The only thing I know is it wasn't her grandfather. I guarantee you that. It's not her grandfather. I was like, I don't know if that's your grandpa, honey. <laughs> okay, well, I will try Google searching, and I'll watch all those episodes as well, but holy hell. That was my first experience, and I just was like, whatever it is, it's not giving up, and I need to leave. So I left, and I've never had really any problems since, so... Well, I'm glad for that. Like, that's a good thing. I don't want you to ever yeah. have anything paranormal, creepy you know, top hat man ever. So, but, but, and a claw down your back. That's never, that's, I'm going to say that's always bad. I'm going to go on record right now, but holy crap. What an amazing Definitely first call. Definitely my mom's story. Yeah. I wish I could remember it. I just remember the pajamas and they were no longer in my life suddenly. And I'm like, Wait, oh, okay. why didn't I ask this question? People are going to get mad at me. I'm going to ask this question. Do the pajamas still exist? Are they still around? No. I mean, you could see me with photos wearing those. No, no, I, I wanted to know if, like, like she went ever up to the attic and they're like, they're still up there claw marked because I would like to see the I claw marked pajamas. I have no idea, but I can only imagine the next person moving in because we were a military family. I can imagine them, like, going up there and going, hey, what's with these nasty ripped up pajamas? You know, these old pajamas and not knowing what behind them you know seriously and oh yeah that's not, yeah that's that's a you've just gave someone nightmares yourself so good job there that's <laughs> awesome no hey thank you so much thank, thank you so you. much for calling tivis this was an amazing first call i really do appreciate it um absolutely please if Happy you ever have Caitlin. any paranormal questions or whatever <laughs> please let me know caitlin can get you in touch with me um or or whatever if you if you need me any way shape or form i'm here for you thank you so much thank you thank you and happy birthday caitlin yes i was gonna say i love that too thank you bye now (laughs) wow there you go first caller out the gate didn't even know about it brings up a top hat uh i've got a question in the chat room what kind of dog is stitch i've been trying to get him to come up on here but uh he's busy stitch will be here don't worry you'll find out for yourself what kind of dog stitch is He's a Chewini. I'll, I'll, I'll ruin this. I'll spoil the surprise right now. But uh, Tivis, man, wow. Holy crap. Like, what a great call. What a variety of bizarre things that happened. Uh, Darren's looking up. Oh, Darren, hey, howdy, hi. Darren's looking up uh, the hat man. See? Welcome to a scarier, scarier world, Darren. I didn't see you in the chat room. Hey, Darren, hi, how are you? Ivy's here as well. I love this. Caller, you are on the air. It's get up. I just got someone else calling. Let's get rid of them real quick. Okay. I think we're good now. Kevin, you there? Yes, sir. Hey, hey how are you? <laughs> oh, I'm all right. I just wanted to make sure you guys could hear me because I uh, I played back the last last time I called in and told you about my uh, my stories. I could barely hear me on the No, no, that wasn't line, you, man. So. That, was, that wasn't you. That was my computer. That was all my computer. Oh. You were great. So I apologize oh, okay. for that. But... Uh, <laughs> But no, that was just the computer. Okay, right on, right on. So, so Kevin, how are you, man? How how you been? Uh, I'm all right. Uh, I've I've only had like one or two dealings with uh, my friendly closet guy, but other than that, I'm 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 superb. Wait, new new things? No, well, just him, just the usual door moving with his with his ass messing with me. So, <laughs> so it's still happening, huh? Oh uh, yeah, it it still happens. I mean, it's not. I, he he doesn't just enough to let me know that hey, I'm still around here. So well, now he, I forget. Is he active all the time? Uh, I, I would say probably he does at least two or three times a month. 
Wow. So you get a fairly, fairly active ghost that just, just wants you to know that, hey, I'm not going away. I'm still here. I had actually, I had my buddy Ryan over there. Uh, he came up after we had that that camping trip, and he came up and he was hanging out here, and he got to witness it a little bit too. So he he, he kind of like, what was that? I was like, hey, I've been telling you. Oh, so he saw it as part. So he had it happen to him as well, really. Now he what did he? I was playing some. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I was just gonna ask. What did he think? What 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 was his reaction to that? Well, he looked at me at first, and it was like, what was that? I go, oh, that's just the closet door. I told you about how it moves, you know, when I have my friend around here. And he goes, yeah, right, you're playing a prank on me. I'm like, no, man, I mean, how can I be playing a prank on you if we're the only two in here and we're both in the living room? So <laughs> I'm not that good at pranks. Yeah, seriously, like, how are you, you going to do that? Oh, I don't know, but I don't know. I, I think... Well, he hasn't come back over here since, so I don't know. I can't blame him. Can't blame him. For, I can't blame him for that at all. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I, I you know, I, I kind of, I was thinking about, you know, after you had asked me about the last ones, like, damn, like I forgot about the, the one of the, one, the biggest ones I had. Uh, so I'm, I'm a Marine, and I was stationed over in Afghanistan uh, back in 2009, and. Uh, we would have, you know, we'd have to do our, our little patrols, and I can't remember what exactly little part or town it was outside the Him, Himlin Providence in Afghanistan because I was stationed in Camp Weatherneck. And uh, but we would have to do our patrols, and we would always have our friendly little uh, the kids come up and want to try to, you know, ask for candy, or they would want you to kick the soccer ball around or whatever they had going on. Uh, so we would, you know, we of course we'd be on, you know, alert. But we would every once in a while we would kick the ball around with kids. And I remember this one instance. There was uh, there was a group of about three or four kids that were that were kicking the ball around, and they had kicked it to us, and we kicked it back and forward. And the one that was in front of us, he had kicked it, and my buddy of mine had kicked the ball, and it rolled into a, a like I guess it was a house. It looked, it looked partially destroyed as it was, but it was, he kicked it in there, and, you know, the, while we were all playing around, the kids were laughing, but when he kicked that ball in there, all the kids ran away except for the one that was, uh, that initially kicked the ball to him. Yeah. And, and I mean, it went dead silent. The other kids ran away. Uh, so we're like, okay, well, let's go in here and we'll get this ball for him. So we, you know, we did our proper things that we had to do backed up, lined in to clear in the, to clear the house because we always have to be on alert. Uh, but I can just remember the it's I, when I when we came in clear, I could smell rotten flesh. I mean, because obviously this is a war zone and holy you crap. Know, so we got in there. There's there's blood and everything around because there's decaying bodies. And uh, I remember the ball. The ball we could not find the ball. It was it was really odd. The ball was nowhere to be found, so we're searching. It's actually it's only a two like a two room kind of building. It was like I guess you can consider like a big living room, and then the other room was like a like a little smaller room that lit up the back of the house. And I don't, my buddy didn't kick the ball that hard, so I don't know how it happened. But we found the ball back in this this corner of the back where you would exit out of the building, and the the kid had disappeared. Like, he just disappeared outside. We're like, okay, well, maybe he ran off, but we got the ball. And I remember uh, as, soon as, as soon as he picked up the ball, we had a couple of explosions. 
and then we, uh, you know, we, 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 I guess it was like a small mortar fire that went, it was hitting on us. Uh, and it cleared out what well, we had totally gotten the ball, the ball we took out of, out of there. We got back to, you know, our, the rest of our guys. Uh, but I and another one of my guys were still inside of that house. And I remember looking around and I could see some of the bodies. And one of the bodies I saw was the same body of the kid that we kicked the soccer ball to. What? Yeah. I'm like, hold on. Like, I go, who, this, this is the kid that we were playing soccer with. Like, he didn't get shot down because he was in a mix with all, there was about six bodies that was laying on the, in the building here. And he was like, it was like, I guess it was a, there was a phone grown man one that was the cover in the top part of his, his upper torso. So we didn't really see it right off the bat. But, you know, while we're moving around in there, we've seen it. And I seen this kid's face. I'm like, dude, that, that kid's dead. Like, how, how did he kick the ball to us? What the hell? So you're playing ball with a with a dead ghost, with a boy, dead boy? Yeah, I I, I guess that's what it was. It had to be because I was like I, I I'm pretty sure I shit my pants that day <laughs> because I mean it was it was legit. Like I mean we were kicking the ball around about like I said three or four kids, and the the one that was closest to us says was the one that kicked the ball to my buddy, and it rolled into the house. And so when we went in there, you know, obviously the, as soon as he kicked the ball, the other kids ran away. Because I, I, that was fun. That was one of the things I realized that when they ran, you could see sand and dirt kick it up like they took off. Uh, and the other kid, I figured maybe he would run away too or whatever, but he, he stood there. So when we went in and we realized he was gone, we couldn't find the ball right away. And then by the time we got the ball and after we got cleared of all that fire or the, the pre-racks or whatever we called, uh, I seen that body laying there. I'm like, no shit, dude. Holy so that crap! Kid now, how long got killed? How long do you think he was killed? He was dead for. Uh, depending on I, I I'm not no you know science expert as far as you know depending on how rotting flesh is, but I I guess that building was those bodies were in there probably maybe a couple of days. Holy I mean, crap! So not it's not bad enough that you have to deal with war and trying to keep yourself safe and alive, but in that brief amount of time when you actually get to try and you know relax and enjoy something, you find out you're playing ball with a ghost. Usually I'm like, okay, maybe I was like, okay, the, the stuff is tense. We're over there, our, our, our nerves are high, but it was me and the other guy that was in there with us. Uh, it, it, his name was Sergeant Brad. Uh, he was in there, and he's seen it. He's like, no fucking way. Like, uh, we just kicked the ball to this kid, and he. this is a dead, like, this is legit. It's not a fresh body. Like, we, this is a dead, dead body. So uh, it it scared the shit out of us, and we didn't really talk about playing soccer with these <laughs> kids, you know, the rest of rest of that deployment. We didn't stop off and do that. We, we seen the... the I think one of the other kids that was kicking it to us uh, doing a patrol later on, but he never, he kind of seen us and took off. So we didn't really get that. Wow. Uh, yeah, that would put a damper on me ever wanting to play ball there ever again. Holy crap. <laughs> well, I mean, in all, in all honesty, we are not really supposed to stop and, you know, do stuff like that. But I mean, you know, you you got to take into you know small stuff when you have. Yeah, you got to blow off some steam when you can. Yeah. You know. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Holy crap, but man! It, that's it, amazing. It, I've never heard of anybody playing ghost ball in a war zone before. So, first for me. Yeah, I I, I 
I think it was a jog my memory. The kids that were, when I was camping, and when I called in last time, they were kicking the ball around, and I realized, like, damn, like, why? And they kind of, I guess, the, the kicking of a soccer ball jogged that one lose. So I'm like, damn, like, yeah, I totally forgot about that kid. Yeah, you're like, so, hey, wait, remember I, that time that I played ghost ball? Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a different different experience, and it, it just I, I knew something I I knew something was kind of wrong before we even went in there because of the fact that all the kids ran away, and I thought, man, maybe it's like a trap or something. Shit. Yeah, oh yeah, you're thinking it, the worst it, of that worst. So bad, and and by the time we got in there and it cleared, this like just seeing that kid, I'm like, dude. That is, that's got to be a ghost. Like, we just played soccer with a ghost. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Man, hey, that, man. Yeah, that was. Look, no no phone issues this time. Everybody heard this call, and holy crap. that was That's yeah, amazing, I... man. Thank you so much. I mean, you know I'm going to ask you this, but, I, I'm you know, you've already given me so much, but do you have any other paranormal experiences before I let you go? No, uh, I swore on everything I love. That's the only one I can remember. I don't <laughs> hey, have anything else. that's plenty. Unless I have this ghost floating around here and he does something significant by the time I leave out of here in September, then uh, I, I don't have nothing for you, brother. <laughs> if, hey, are you kidding? You've given A, you've given me plenty, and B, if that does happen, you know the number, you know where to call. You know I always love hearing from you. Holy crap, thank you so much for calling back in. This was another great call. This is fantastic. Uh, no problem. I, I, I enjoy telling my stories that I have and hearing everybody else's, so hey, it's a real treat. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening. I know I've said it in the past, but I really do appreciate your call and everything that you're doing. Thank you so much, man. Right on. Happy Caitlin. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. I love that. Thank you. Have a good one. I'm loving that everybody's calling and ends with and happy birthday to Caitlin because definitely happy birthday to Caitlin. Now, uh, yeah, we had a little fun in the chat room. That fun is gone. Don't worry about that. It's gone. If it happens again, they'll be gone again. Uh, but Joel says, my wife and I have multiple things happening each and every night. I try to call but get beat to it. Now's your chance. Wait, you need the number again? I'll put that, back. I'll put that thing back up. But now's your chance. 818-732-9399. Call in now, Joel. I want to hear from you. That's a bizarre experience, though. Playing ghost, playing soccer with a ghost in a war zone. Um, I'm going to go on record and say, I don't want to do that. Any of it. I'm not very good at soccer. I'm, I don't like ghost kids. Regular listeners to this show know that's a fact. And I never want to be in a war zone. So uh, three for three, no thank you. All right, Joel. Now is the time. 818-732-9399. I'm looking to hear from you. It's Joel. Caller, you're on the air. I'm hoping it's Joel. Hey, man, it is Joel. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing all right for now. Um, a couple things keep happening to us uh, throughout the night. And, you know, I just wanted to call in because I've been listening for a couple of your episodes now. I've been trying to backtrack through to the beginning, but... They, they get they get the worse that is the farther back you get the worse they get so just that's just a heads up from me to you oh yeah <laughs> well that's that's what every show it gets better with time that's better my that's my call, hope with... I, i'm hoping that yeah. I, i'm hoping that like a week from now you don't call back and you were like you know what you were way better in the beginning than you are now you were wrong so i'm hoping that you don't have that no no that never happens come on now everything gets better with age <laughs> that's 
That's my. That's what I keep telling every girl I date. Like, come on, just better with age. Ah, uh, come on now. <laughs> that's great. So but, what, um, what do you have for me? What right. have your What have you and your wife been seeing? Well, right now, right now we have two separate ghosts in our house. One is attached to my father. All right, me and my wife we moved in with my father about uh, two years ago before my daughter was born, and. Um, you know, it, nothing started happening in the beginning, but after my daughter was born and she started to walk around, she started to point out things, laughing in corners. And, really? You know, just, just she started doing things on her own. She started jumping on her own. She started doing Ring Around Rosie on her own. We didn't, me and my wife didn't teach her none of these. Whoa. And she started to do this shit on her own. So when... You know, I I was talking to my wife. I was like, hey, you think we have something in the house? She says, yeah. So I hear beating on the door. We have one or two knocks, like, every couple of hours. Or I hear it sounds like a chair slides or a door opens. Now, I witnessed the door opening today. Me and my wife were on the couch, and the door had opened just maybe two inches. And my wife looks at me, and she's like, what was that? I was like, I didn't do it. Maybe air pressure. She's like, no, because I just went out the back door and there was no air pressure in the house to be able to open the door. If it had, it would have opened whenever I opened the back door. So that happened to us today. But this this lady in our house, I, I believe it's a lady. She likes my daughter. She plays with my daughter. My daughter is happy. She goes to sleep. She talks to my my daughter talks to the lady. I know that the lady is okay, but whatever is attached to my father is another story. That seems more malevolent in nature. Whoa. We try to keep it locked in the back room with him. Now it does give me bad dreams every now and then. And my wife had told me not. Three nights ago, it was probably three nights ago, my wife had told me that I had woke up in the middle of the night. I, I don't even remember it, but I woke up and I started screaming at the door to leave me alone. And I said it about five times, and it, it woke her up and it scared her. It, it scares me now. Oh, God, because yeah. Because I didn't even know. I didn't even know that that whole thing happened. So, wait, why do you think it's attached to the father? Because... When I lived with him before, I felt the same kind of malevolent energy, but I oh, did really? not I did not approve of it or I, I, I didn't like I didn't believe in it at that point. Over these past couple of years I started to believe in every type of entity, the cryptids and everything. I mean, I I live in the woods right now and I have that's another thing. I have something that covers the woods outside my house. I keep a gun on me at all times just to make sure I lock all my doors. Oh, I, wow. It's, it's scary. It's scary, but it's, it's, the, the, it's three different things that's happening. I know one of them is good. The lady that lives in our house, it keeps my father's malevolent being at bay. I know that for sure because my wife, she, she says she hears things like, it, I was talking. I was talking shit about the um, the 1970s uh, fan and light that you have over the uh, stove area. Oh sure, yeah. It was it was 
it blowed out the light. So I was like, it's a piece of shit. And she was like, you know what? She just told you not to talk about her stuff like that. I said, what? Oh, she said, she wow. just told me not to tell you. She's told me not, just not to talk about her shit like that. I was like, no way. Wow, and you got called out. Even, you got called out by a ghost. Yeah, yeah. Half an hour after that, the door opened, and I was like, what is going on? And it started storming. Were you like, you're it like, was, no, no, it's nice. I, I like this. I like this stove thing. That's cool. We're good. We're, you don't need to do this. They're right, right? Well, she is nice. Whatever touched my father is bad or malevolent. So I, now you said this thing was. I don't was, know about what's outside. You said this thing has been attached to your father for a while now, so not in this house. So this stuff happened with your father prior to this location? Yeah, we had a three story house with uh, one of his ex girlfriends when I was still in high school. Okay. So this was probably about uh, 15 years ago. And when I had this feeling i stayed in my room non-stop i had crystals and you know all i i burnt sage and everything all in my room because i had um i had a friend who was a wiccan okay. and they told me to go through all this uh these rituals and everything well not rituals but you know safety practices just to make sure that it stayed out of my room yeah sure but the thing is, I'm not sure if it's one of his family members or if it's a demon attached to him separately from what he's been doing throughout his life. Now, has he ever brought up this thing? No, but I see his uh, I see his demeanor change from time to time, and the way his aura feels, it's it's not normal sometimes, and sure. at other times, it's fine. He can he can come in and he can play with my kid and. He'll be nice to the family and everything, but then you can feel it when he comes out. There are days when he's just dragged down and he probably hasn't slept in days. Whatever is pulling all the energy out of him. And I know that doesn't need to be around my kid, my wife. No, definitely not. I mean, you don't need that kind of negative energy. Now, like you said, it does seem like the woman, even though she's got her opinions on on, on style of of, of kitchenware uh on her house yeah yeah she, well she it was i believe it was her house yeah. before we came in i believe she died after she left the house and sure. she just came back she's just thinking part of, that it was yeah she's connected it, yeah, to the house was, sure was, yeah it was a domain that she was always in for what maybe 40 years or something but i believe she came back and she is actually keeping whatever attached my father at bay sure. well that see room. that's good too i was going to ask if they seem to ever interact independently so that's that's good to know as well now have you ever tried to ask your daughter like hey what's her name what's your friend's name like try to find out some information about the ghost she from your daughter is, she is two years old okay a little early so little early she can't she can't <laughs> talk but we're teaching her sign language and she points she points and she says thank you or she points and says, she says, please. Oh, wow. No, she knows sign language to us. She knows how to tell us when she pees and poops and when she wants to eat and all that, you know, all the good stuff. But sure. she will stop in her tracks and she'll look at something or she'll look at one specific corner in the door and she'll point and she'll start laughing or she'll point no and start playing with a ball or ring around the rosy or, you know, the stuff that we didn't teach her. That's amazing. I love that. Look. 
as long as you know you guys aren't getting freaked out about this woman ghost, which you shouldn't. It sounds like she's nice and polite and probably helping and protecting you from that other thing. Um, as your yep. daughter gets older, definitely see if you can have her draw her or find out names or find out any information when she has the ability to tell you this stuff. I would love to have a follow-up on this because I've always been interested in you know, right around eight or seven, depending on the kid, uh, they, you know, they kind of fade out from that and they don't see that stuff anymore. But I've always been yeah. curious to yeah. see if you can ever corroborate something while they can see that. Well, hopefully we can stay here long enough to do that. Yeah, um, yeah. I am living with my father and my wife wants to get out of the house. She, she wants to get out of the house to get away from my father because of that malevolent spirit feeling. Can't blame her, but, yeah. The thing is, if we stay here long enough, I am going to try to investigate a little further with my daughter to see if she can tell me some type of names or anything. Yeah, no, I would love that. Please do. Please, please kind of keep her open and, 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 you know, connected with it and don't obviously, like, freak out or anything because it seems like, except for the Ring Around the Rosie, someone had a good point. Eek had a good point in the chat room. Like, look, Ring Around the Rosie's creepy as hell as is, but the fact that you have a ghost teaching it to your kid, that kind of, you know, times twos it a little bit, doubles it up a little bit. Holy crap. You know, I was I was looking at some other uh, paranormal um, paranormal sites and everything. And they sure. said that usually when a kid does reading around the rosy, it's because other kids are teaching it to them. That's correct. Yeah, but I don't I don't know I don't know if that's fully true. Well, it could be it could be the woman's teaching her. It doesn't necessarily have to be kids. They do say though that kids are playing with their well, that's because they're saying the kids are playing with their quote 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 unquote imaginary friends, which turn out to be ghosts. And those imaginary friends, since they're playing with the kids all the time, a lot of parents assume it's a kid ghost. It doesn't necessarily have to be a kid ghost though, and I found that it's quite the contrary. It's usually someone that's connected like a grandparent or in this case someone connected to the house. So, I, I don't think it des definitely has to be kid ghost. Don't worry about that. Yeah. We'll see what happens in the meantime. I mean, I'm hoping it all pans out to the, you know, to the latter where everything's going to be okay in the meantime. Yeah, oh, me too. I definitely. Sure that I can try to uh alleviate any problems that come in to hand you know wow well hey joel you weren't kidding when you said you had a story for me holy crap oh no there's there's also there's also another thing that's creeping around my house w tell me there's, more there's some type of creature that is outside. Oh, the, the one that's outside. Yeah, that's yeah. The, all right. Yeah. I, I'm glad you brought that. I was. I completely forgot. I was going to ask a follow up about that. All right. So you said there's something out in the woods. Now, do you think it is yeah. physical, like a being, like Bigfoot? Do you think it is corporeal, like there's a ghost out in the woods? What did you mean? Um, I believe it's some type of cryptid, something that doesn't want to be seen. It's a physical type of being. Okay. Because I, I have seen it like creep out and creep right back in. But it doesn't want me to know it's there. Like, I'm outside right now staring at the wood line. I told you, I, I keep a 9mm on my side. I'm not afraid to fire at something. But the thing is, I don't want to fire at it because I feel like that if I can make peace with whatever is here, yep, I'm going to do that first. Yeah. But if you bring me harm, it, it, it's going to... It's going to be the same way towards you. No, definitely. Look, most cryptids, and I'm going to say most, I'm not going to say all, but most cryptids from what, again, just from what I've seen, what I've researched, and what I've heard from other people, they really don't want to hurt people. Like, there are obviously some... They just want to live their own life. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. 
Exactly. And you know, this is this is an area where it's being redeveloped, and I feel like that we're honing in on his area, and he he comes out and he sees me. We have we have baby cats, um, little kittens. We have four of them, and a mama cat. And I see the mama cat walk out into the yard, put her hairs up. She'll hiss for a minute. She'll sit down and lay there, and then after about ten or twenty minutes of laying there, she'll come back to her kittens that are in our shed. And my wife has even walked out to this same uh, problem. It's not even a problem. It's just the cat. I don't know if if she's tripping out about maybe some rat. It, I think if it was a rabbit, sure, she would chase after it. Sure. Yeah. Now, I have a listener that, that's, that's been listening for a while, and hopefully you've listened enough that you've heard this as well. If it's Bigfoot, you know not to shoot Bigfoot, right? Oh, I already know that. I've, I've been watching that stupid-ass Bigfoot show, the, the one where the, the GCBRO uh-huh. has all them guns, and they go, they go and look for the Bigfoot in the fucking woods, and uh, they, they're all locked and loaded. Man, no. No, that just threatens him, and that that makes him ready to defend his territory. Yeah, That's plus, plus, why you want to shoot Bigfoot? Don't fucking shoot Bigfoot ever, and everybody, no, you know, he, come on. Unless you are the one making the problem, he's not going to yes. make no problems yes. for you. Yes, all right, I'm with you. Yeah, 100%. Holy crap, Joel, this was an amazing call, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, I was, I, I've been trying to call in for a little bit now. Dude, I'm loving it. Thank <laughs> I you. I think I'll let you know what's going on right now. And, I, and I, I'll walk back into my house, and I'll, I'll tell the young lady that uh, I talked to you. And, well, you know, my wife and uh, I'm not sure. She she seems like an older lady. But I'll talk to her and let her know that, you know, yeah. I had a good conversation about her and see. Uh, yeah, you're all good. Yeah. Some of the little stuff that's going on. Yeah, totally. Hey, man, thank you so much for calling. Um Please, if you ever get any follow-ups, I want to hear about it. So please, always feel like you can call back in. I would love it. Oh, I will. I will. I will listen. I'm going to listen to your show every time it's on now. Sweet. <laughs> I love that, too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, happy birthday, Caitlin, too. Yes, I love it. Thank you. I love it. Hey, this is a good break. Joel's call, fantastic. But we've hit an hour, and regular watchers and listeners know that at an hour, we do have to do something. So we have to go for a Stitch P break. So it's Stitch P break time, everybody. We'll be back in just a minute. You're walking in the woods. There's no one around, and your phone is dead. Out of the corner of your eye, you spot him. Did I get a call during Stitch P break? What the what? I'm loving this. More calls? I am absolutely loving this. Well, hey, caller, whoever you were, please call back now. There we go. I'm starting to panic there. It's still being a jerk. Boy, Google Voice is screwing up tonight. Google, we got it. I answered the phone. I answered the phone. We're cool. Okay. I think it's done. Yes. All right. It's done. Woof. That was a whole lot of ringing just for you. Caller, you are on the air. Who's this? This is Keith. Keith. How you doing, Keith? Good, good, and yourself? Great, thank you. It's been a crazy show. I'm loving it. Uh, yeah, it's it's been pretty good. So, okay, Keith, so add to it, man. I'll, I I want I want to hear I want to hear what you got for us. So I used to live in a trailer, and 
I'll, I'll try to keep it short, but it started out simple. Uh, I went to work one morning, and my girlfriend at the time sent me a picture of our kitchen area with all the cupboards opened up, everything emptied out of them. She thought it was me messing with her, and I thought it was a sick joke. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, cut to the end. We had a large wall-length mirror in our living room. And one night, we were sitting there watching TV, and we seen a shadow go past the mirror. And then the outside motion detector kicked on. So we go to the window and look, and in the backyard, crouched next to a tree, was this humanoid figure with no face, the skin was green, or I'm sorry, gray, and it was like crouched down looking back at us. How how tall, how big are we talking? See, I don't know because it was crouched down. I'd say probably, if it were to stand up, maybe 6'3", 6'4". Oh, well, it's a big thing then. Yeah, yeah. Well, we ended up going outside to look at it get a better look maybe we're just tripping or something and we go out there to look at it by the way no drugs were involved <laughs> i'm glad you i'm glad you put that little caveat in there all right yep <laughs> but anyways we go back out there to look and it was still crouched down and it watched us come around the corner of the house to the backyard where it was and it just we just stared at each other probably about five minutes holy crap finally we said to hell with this went back inside went back to the window to look to see it again and it was gone now just, just so it's 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 gone. faceless it's gray how was it was it fat was it thin like it was, it was i would say it was athletic muscular build Really? Oh, this thing's got some bulk to it then. Yeah. What the crap and is this thing? Shortly after that, we decided, okay, it's time to move. We need to get out of here. Just weird things were happening in the house. We got all of our stuff out of the house, except for the last night we were there, we were sleeping in the spare bedroom. And the spare bedroom is next to the hallway. We were laying in there, and it sounded like claws or nails dragging on the underfloor of the hallway. Oh, wow. Down past our room, and then, <laughs> this is so messed up, in the register, we heard, get out. What? No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. Were you like, and, did you yell back like, hey, we're trying, we're moving, back the F off? Uh, nope, we decided, fuck that, we're out, and we left right there. I don't blame you <laughs> at all. Come on, because, thing, we're trying to move. Don't give us pressure, like, get out. Like, you should have done that, if you wanted us to get out, you do that when we move in, not when we're trying to move the hell out of there. <laughs> right, right. But that was by bizarre creepy experience ever experienced well yeah you got a twofer like, there you got a faceless naked dude and then you got this thing happening like that's <laughs> what the what yeah. 
her and I were in contact for a while after we split up, and I I haven't seen it since. But she said that while she was camping, she did see it again one other time. Oh crap! She's seen this thing again. Yeah. Wow. So this thing is yeah. apparently. I mean, I guess it could just be luck of the draw that she's seen it twice. But my guess is it's got some kind of connection to her. And and that's what we figured because she's. She has a few gifts, I guess you would say. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like, like... She, like, she could sense, like, uh... She could sense spirits. She went into this house, abandoned house, and she actually... What she told me actually helped a child pass on, or pass over. Oh, no way. I, no... So she definitely has some paranormal stuff going on. Oh, for sure. But as you say, grain of salt, I wasn't there. It's her story. and <laughs> I like that. I like that you said that. That makes me respect you even more. That's amazing. Yeah. But, yeah. That's, wow. That was my experience. Keith, holy <laughs> crap, man. I don't know what to make. I don't know. I've never heard of a cryptid like that one before. Now I've got to look into it to see if that thing has popped up elsewhere. And if it does, trust me, I will do. I'll I'll bring it up on the show. I'll make sure that that you know it, it gets brought up because I love finding out about new cryptids. But there's something creepy going on out there, and well, I'd like to know what it is. Well, I've heard of them. After that, I looked into it a little bit, not hardcore, but I've seen they're called Watchers. Really yeah. interesting. I gotta look into this. I'm really interested now. And. I mean, they, it's it's down to a T what I experienced. It's face like or expressionless, and they just observe. And they're there for more good than they are bad. But that's what I found. Hey, I hope that's the case. For, for everybody's sake, I hope that's the case. Well, that uh, is yeah. absolutely awesome. I thank you so much for the call, Keith. This was awesome. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Thank you. Well, I, I, I please, if you ever get any follow-ups or you ever see anything else out, I want to hear about it. This is so fantastic. Now i got to look into the Watcher. I'm really curious. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm looking forward to hearing about your episode. Yeah, no, definitely. Thank you so much for calling. Have a great night. Yes, thank you. Happy birthday, Caitlin. Yes, I love it. I love it. Oh, my God, that is interesting. That is very cool. For those that are watching this, um, you know, seeing the video feed, we have, I want to, I got a little plug that I want to do here. Um, her name is Ashley. She is fantastically cool. Um, it's called, she has a show as well that I want everybody to listen to. It's called Haunts and Hops. It's her own paranormal podcast that is so good. And I know two of the people on there. I don't know the third one guy, the guy yet, but, but the two that I know, I absolutely love. So please check out Haunts and Hops. Ashley will definitely be on this show. We're going to do a crossover. I love it. I like the idea of doing a crossover episode soon. A hundred percent. Yes. Thank you for being in the in the chat room. I, I understand that it's getting kind of late for some people, so people have to start going to bed. Totally get that. But we're like an hour and 26 minutes into this, and it's just call after call after call of crazy cool stuff. This is the kind of, This is the reason I do these kind of episodes. And for this one... You guys have only Caitlin to thank for this because 
This is Caitlin's episode. This is Caitlin's Summerween episode. It is so good. And I'm loving the fact that every caller is wishing her a happy birthday. That is fantastic because Caitlin is the best. All righty. Let's see. I want to see that. Oh, Joshua's. Uh, yeah, no worries. Please, Joshua, you can always email me your stories. You can email your stories to paranormalalmanac at gmail.com. That's paranormalalmanac at gmail.com. You can head on over to the Paranormal Almanac page on Facebook, or you can head on over to the Paranormal Almanac fan page on Facebook. A lot of people are, are submitting a ton of comments and stories and cool things in there as well. So it's, it's so much fun there. Like I pop in as much as I can, but uh, I'm telling you, that is a good chat room to be part of. So it's the Paranormal Almanac fan page done by the fans, for the fans, sharing spooky, creepy, crazy, cool, fun stuff. I absolutely love it. Um, there was, oh, wait, Alisa uh, commented in the in the chat room, and I wanted to read it, because Alisa's right. Uh, Simon, Alisa's, Alisa's child Simon, they used to come out of their room sleepwalking and talking about, like, weird, creepy, ghosty stuff in like just the most monotone, like creepy way. And, and Elisa's right. Simon did that till he was about 11 or 12. And, um, it was creepy every time I heard about it from Elisa, from Joe being there, did not enjoy it. But yeah, so that is true. You, you know, kids can grow out of it, but not necessarily, but still creepy kids doing creepy stuff. Do not like, do not like. Uh, Ivy, wait, Ivy might have a story? Really? Ivy, if you've got a story, now's the time to share it. Oh, I'll put the, I'll put the number back on the screen. I'm sorry. I forgot that I had taken that down so I could post stuff. The number to call in is 818-732-9399. You guys can call in about anything paranormal. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely weird and creepy and crazy. Oh, Marcia said my daughter used to do that till up till she was about five. Yeah, it's a lot of them do it. A lot, a lot of them do it really up until like way too late, and and it's kind of always creepy. Uh, I would love to hear more about what they were sleep talking about. Well, that would be up to uh, Alisa and or Simon to to share. It's not my story to share, obviously, but uh, trust me, there is probably going to be a story. There is going to be an episode coming up. Um, not anytime soon, but in a little while, I'm going to do an episode about the connection between kids and the paranormal, because there's just so much stuff that just keeps sending over and over and over again. Um, that's right, Tracy, murder bacon. You can get your murder bacon stickers at storeenvy.com slash paranormal almanac. They can't do the shirts right now. I want to do a shirt as well. Because of COVID-19, they're taking forever to ship shirts out, and they also won't let me do a new shirt. But there is Murder Bacon stickers that can be bought. So, yeah, if you don't know what Murder Bacon is, you got to listen to every episode. You know, I can't, I can't explain Murder Bacon. It's just something you had to experience, like I did during one of these live calls. Absolutely crazy. Kids are insanely creepy. Okay, we're getting to about an hour and a half usually by this point you guys know the rules by this point if we don't get another caller i'm going to start wrapping things up 
This has been a phenomenal show. We've had, how many callers have we had? One, two, three. We've had four callers, plus we've had a story from uh, one of Caitlin's friends as well. So there's been a ton of content on here. I don't think I even had to get into any of my stories um, that I had for that. Uh, yeah, I don't think I did. I didn't tell any stories. This has just been a caller episode, which is exactly why I want to do these. So, again, for anybody watching or listening, 818-732-9399, call now, or I'm going to start wrapping it up. But first of all, I personally, I'm going to banter for a little bit. Just in case you want to call, go for it. I want to thank Caitlin for Summerween. Summerween was a fantastic idea. Caitlin's Summerween was an absolutely fantastic idea. Something that I needed. Caller, you're on the caller, you're on the air. Caller, you've got to call back. Google Voice is in a in a in a rear really weird crazy loop right now. Caller, whoever you were, call back. Google Voice is in a really weird loop right now. It won't let me answer the phone. Try again. Whoever that was, please call back. I swear I'll try to answer. That wasn't me. That was Google Voice. It wasn't Stitch. It was Google Voice. So caller, please call back. Fingers crossed. Come on, Google Voice. You're killing me tonight. You're killing me. There we go. This looks like it's going to work. Caller, you're on the air. Hi, Ted. How are you? Hi, who's this? Marcia. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I was actually the one who commented in about my kid doing that up until she was about five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so uh, if you, I mean, if you're calling about something else, I definitely want you to get to that. But I want to hear about this. What about what happened with your kid up until five? Okay, so I think about two episodes prior to this one, you had read my story about how I had a premonition about my dad's death. Oh yes, 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 yes. Okay, so my daughter, um, I found out I was pregnant with my daughter a couple months after my dad had passed, and when she started about two or three she started talking and she would tell me that um her grandpa would come in the night and he would play with her and he would tickle her and he would tell her stories and i sat down i was like oh okay you know it's probably just her imagination or her other grandpa and then one night she told me that her grandpa had a big belly and that he used to have a big laugh and i sat there and i looked at her and she'd never seen pictures of my dad prior to this Oh, wow. So I, I, I looked at her and I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, he has a belly like Santa. And when he laughs, it moves. And I just, I kind of stopped and I looked at my husband and I was like, well, shit. I'm having fun with my dad. That's awesome. Like that's, I mean, did that, I'm hoping that it made you feel like warm and fuzzy. Like what a great yeah, connection. I, I think I cried for five minutes. Yeah. I love that. That's that. I love this kind of stuff where, where you know, when you hear from someone after they passed, or when they inter, when they're interacting with their child or grandchild in this case, like I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was a nice little uh, surprise. I wasn't expecting it, especially since like I had told her about my dad, but I'd never brought up like the topic of death or even like what he had looked like because she was still very small. She was only two, and it was up until that she was five ish. After that, she really hasn't mentioned him, but she'll be like, remember that time, Mom, that Grandpa came in and said hi? And I was like, when was this? Aw, I love that. Yeah. Now, does she, does she ever, did she ever, like, play or interact or anything, or was it just kind of like, just, she would tell you about him? 
um, I would catch her in the middle of the night, like, giggling. And it's the creepiest thing in the world. <laughs> I just, uh, I love her to pieces, but at night, I'm like, no, you need to be sleeping. <laughs> and laughing in the middle of the night is even worse. There's, there's something like, like inherently creepy about child laughter, isn't it? Even if you know that there's a kid there, it's still creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It didn't help that it was like, you know, one o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning. Um, I would find her in the dark, you know, sitting up and talking to somebody. Like if it was just a normal conversation. Wow. And that's when she would tell me about my dad. And I was like, Wow. That's awesome. I love that. I really, really do. All right. Now, you've, you've, you've been on the show, or you've had a story on the show. You've heard the show before. Have you ever had any other paranormal experiences and or UFO or anything? Yes. Um, a couple episodes ago, you had uh, the story about Bingo the Bear. Yes. Holy crap. That's okay. great. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a, a similar, but it was a doll. And uh, I was maybe seven or eight and she would talk in the middle of the night and she would say let's be friends wait wait who would say let's be friends wait did i lose you hello you can't keep us hanging in that creepy part of the story stay with me oh, oh sorry you're back okay wait who, who would say let's be friends the doll nope 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 yeah and i i packed her in a box and i put it in the back of my closet and i put a whole bunch of shit on it and I was like, nope, this thing ain't getting out. And then I would hear it go, I see you. Come play with me. Let's be friends. Did you I burn it with night. fire? <laughs> My dad did. Yes. Yeah, go, dad, go. What the hell? Yeah. Really? He didn't believe me at first. And then one night he came in because I had told him the doll is talking. I'm not playing with it. The doll is talking. And he came into the door. And it went dead silent. Nothing happened. And then he started to leave. And then he heard it go, I see you. Come play with me. And he looked at me and he was like, oh, hell. <laughs> so he grabbed it. And all of a sudden, though, there was nothing on top of the box. And I had put books and oh, paper crap. and other toys. Yeah, and the box was completely uncovered. Do you remember so what kind of doll it was? I, I don't. I remember it had brown hair and bows in it, and um, I was—I don't remember what it was called. I remember I got it for Christmas. Oh no, it's—it's it's all right. I was gonna put—I was gonna throw up a photo like I did, freaking Bingo the Bear, these evil freaking dolls. Um, look, hey, you know, score one for Dad for burning that thing with fire. But now, please tell me that once it was burnt, it didn't come back all burnt and charred, saying like, "I see you." Oh, no, no. He, I don't remember how he burned it, because he took it out and he wouldn't let me out. Um, but it was gone. So whatever he did, it was gone. Eesh, I do not like. Nope. F, F everything about evil dolls that want to play with you that can see you through boxes. That was almost out. That or probably did get out, and then you just didn't happen to know it until your dad like went in there. That's not. Nope. Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't have... I don't like dolls. My mm -hmm. kids are not allowed to have dolls. Let them... Nope. Nope. Look. I won't tell them why, but I just, I can't. Hey, no, you're smart. Don't, don't, don't do the dolls. Do dolls are creepy as crap. 
<laughs> Look, when I go back home to my folks' house, when I stay there, when I go to visit or whatever, my mom has a collection of, I don't know, a thousand creepy antique porcelain dolls. So basically, oh, oh yeah, every time I go back home, I'm like, well, I guess I'm just not sleeping for four freaking days because F <laughs> everything about these evil dolls just staring at me. Yeah, no, do not yeah. like, do not like anything about it. Yeah, no. I when I heard the bingo story, I was like, "Oh shit!" I wasn't the only kid. Yeah, seriously. Like, what is happening? That is creepy. Um, hey, I'm I'm sorry you had to live through the creepy doll part, but the other part was really endearing and happy. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap, Marcia! Thank you so much for calling again. This was or for calling. This was a fantastic call. Thank you for having me on, and happy birthday, Caitlin. Yes, I love it. Please call back anytime. I love your stories. That was fantastic. I don't even care. I unless I get a call in the next two minutes. I I that is creepy, creepy dolls. That's a way to end it. Went like end the show completely. Like you can't get better than that. Apparently, we've had a lot of fun over in the um, in the Twitch channel. I didn't know that. Um, I can't see any of this weird crap happening on this part of it. So, uh, well, I'm sorry to all you Twitch listeners and watchers. And apparently there's been some fun stuff happening over there. It doesn't show me it on this. If it did, I would have stopped it there as well. Or stopped it here as well like I did with the other one. But this is it, guys. Last chance. I'll throw the number up one last time. 818-732-9399. I have caller. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi. Who's this? This is Caitlin. Hey. hey. Yay, Caitlin. Oh my God. <laughs> Caitlin, how are you? I'm doing great. This has been so much fun. Thank you for hosting, Kurt. Are you kidding? This is my. This is the best thing ever. If I can't get to actually be with you for your birthday at least i the very least i can do is to to do this kind of fun stuff for you this is the perfect night i've loved everything about it and i'm so happy that you called because i get to talk with you for a second caitlin <laughs> ah it's you're the so best good to chat with you a and you um i miss you to no end <laughs> i miss you so much i miss everybody especially all this sweet wonderful people in the chat thread thank you all so much for joining for my birthday i really appreciate it um so it wouldn't be a birthday party without awkward party games right sure um, <laughs> so i've got some questions for you and for everybody in the thread uh just for fun i like this <laughs> all right so first question if you could meet a cryptid an alien or a ghost of a historical figure which would you choose Okay. All right. I'm with you there. So for me, it would be the ghost. Well, Kit, all right. Was, would John Lennon fall into that category as historical figure? Yes. Okay. Then, yeah. I want to chat with John Lennon. A hundred percent. I want to chat with John Lennon. And if not John Lennon, then, um, I mean, obviously, I want to hang out with Bigfoot and give Bigfoot a hug. You know, social distancing be damned. I want <laughs> to hug a Bigfoot. Bigfoot does seem like he would give a really good hug. Right? Oh, my God. Oh, Rose is saying Mothman. Really? Mothman is a harbinger of doom. Come on, Rose. You know better than this. Hey, Darren's saying just a ghost. Just a what? Just a generic ghost, Darren? Come on. I, I Come on. I, you need more than that. 
historical cryptid. <laughs> I like this. A cryptid, an alien, or a ghost of historical figure. Um, well, you got my answer, so now let me flip this around to you. Oh, people are saying, like, alien all the way. Um, what What about you, Caitlin? What would you do? That's a very good question. Um, I, I think meeting an alien would be pretty sweet. That is true. Um, but it's coming anyway. Like, if we, I could do a photo shoot with, like an alien space babe like that would be the best disclosure ever that like, is true that is a hundred percent true <laughs> i'm digging that all right so uh let's see next question no, wait 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 before um, we go darren oh, darren, darren said rod serling which is a phenomenal answer darren a hundred percent yes <laughs> uh everybody oh, else Tracy is saying met ghosts an alien already yeah man oh wow yeah you're right tracy met an alien already tracy you're you're burying the lead i want to i want to hear more about that i love right, this so tracy i hope you're calling in next i want to hear about that <laughs> <laughs> all right if you could be a cryptid for the day which would you want to be um i want to be i want i would like to be something that no you know what no screw that i want to be nessie i want to be nessie for a day that just seems like a nice <laughs> relaxing I, you know, I love the Scottish accent anyway, so that seems like a nice relaxing time. I want to be, I want to be Nessie. The splash around, yeah, yeah. That seems pretty cool. And plus, you got tourists looking for you, so you could make a whole lot of tourist lifetime by like popping up and being like, "Hey, how's it going?" and then going back under. So Nessie all the way for me. Rose is uh, saying Bigfoot. Well, Rose, if you become Bigfoot for a day and you don't come and visit me, I'm gonna be mad at you. Elisa saying Chupacabra. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the goat sucker. You don't want to be a Mexican goat sucker. All right. Got some, you got some variety of answers here. Melissa saying alien. Wow. This is interesting. Joel saying a reptilian, the evilest of all aliens. What is wrong with you people? You are all choosing poorly. Anybody after Rose has chosen poorly. All right. What about you, Caitlin? What would you say? Okay. I don't know. I think I have to uh, side with, with Rose on, uh, I would want to be Mothman. Um, I mean, he can fly. He's got glowing red eyes. It's true. He's got um, those sexy eyes. Yeah. You know, he is ripped, um, which would be pretty sweet. Um, and, you know, I feel like people might pay a little bit more attention if I'm like, Doom, wear your face masks. Then, like, maybe people would pay more attention. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, hey, hey, dudes, I could make things a lot worse. Start wearing your face mask. I can get behind right? that. See, yeah, the CDC needs to hire Mothman as their mascot, and, like, Americans would get on board. Oh, Alex is here. Alex said, Alex said I'd definitely be Mothman. Those pretty red eyes, flight, and a buff, sexy body. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah to all of that. I agree with that. <laughs> oh, wow. Rose just said, and that ass, though. What the what? <laughs> if you haven't looked up Mothman's ass, Go do a quick Google search. You'll be grateful you did. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I don't think I have seen Mothman's ass. The statue, the statue in the town um, is something else. <laughs> you do not lie. You really do not lie. <laughs> like I don't know how they, I don't know how the artist uh, settled on that design um, after everyone's reports, and he was like, hmm, yes. I'm going to go full-on fan art with this, but uh, people love it. I can't blame them. Yeah, no, I'm looking. Everybody can see it on the screen right now. There's a whole lot of Mothman <laughs> ass going on. You do not lie. Wow. All right.
right. Good to know. I never knew that was a thing. Wait, I Glad I could share that with the world. I love it. Are you kidding? This is amazing. <laughs> there we go. We're back. All right. Holy, what right. the heck is happening? I love this. <laughs> okay, if you could haunt any place in the world, where would you want to spend the afterlife? Oh, so I'm and, permanently there. Yes, and would you be a friendly, scary, or trickster ghost? It would have to be, I was going to say Elisa's house just to be mean. Uh, it would have to be Disneyland for me. And it would be a fun ghost that would play pranks on people like on the different rides. Now I'm saying Disneyland as a whole. I don't want to be fixated on just one ride. I don't want to be mm -hmm. just the Pirates of the Caribbean ghost. I want to be able to go on different rides. But I would definitely, mm. you know, like tap people on their shoulders or whisper in their ears yeah. or that, that kind of stuff. It's got to be Disneyland, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, that would be sweet. Joel saying Bermuda. Elisa saying Disneyland right off the bat. Yeah, it's gets that's gotta be the way. Yeah. Alright, what about <laughs> what about you? What what would you say? Um I think it would be really fun to haunt the Magic Castle. Ooh, that's a, a good one. That is a good one. Now because people like there would be people who'd be like, I saw a ghost. And then there'd be people who'd be like, man, the special effects and the, uh, <laughs> the illusions here are amazing. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to be like, you would mess with like the magicians and make their tricks not work. And I'm like, oh, that's so messed up. I mean, only only if they're, you know, not not putting on a good show. I'd be like, hey, hey, we need to kick this up a notch, <laughs> you know, or if there's hecklers, Whoa. that would be great. <laughs> Alex, Alex is going straight up. I'd haunt the internet. Does that count as a place? All right, these are your rules, oh. Caitlin. Does the internet count? And if so, man, that's a good answer. That is, wow, that's a good answer. Yeah. Oh, Rose I mean, is you saying. Could, you could haunt a billion people that way. Oh. I respect that. Oh, constantly. And, and the things that you could do, you could make like porn pop up on people's screen when they didn't have it up on their screen when someone's walking by that you can mess with people all kinds of way that's that's a good answer alex that's a good uh, oh man uh rose is saying the paris opera she's going full phantom Ooh, i like that yeah like that that's excellent choice yeah and i would also enjoy haunting the magic castle because they have a dress code there so you know it'd be like everyone's gonna look real fancy and then i could just like sneak up in their photo ops before they go in. Oh, just like like right there for the photo and then disappear again. I like that too. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah, that would be fun. I'm liking I'm liking these questions and and I'm liking the <laughs> fact that that oh, <laughs> Alex, I'd 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 be the I'd be the only real creepy pasta. That is very true. I like this a lot. <laughs> I'm liking this a lot. All right. Uh, does I think Kurt? I can't remember. You might have talked about this a little bit, but for anyone else. Uh, in the chat, does your hometown have any paranormal legends? Oh, yes. I have talked about this. So, yeah, this is... All right. I'm excusing myself from this question. So, does your hometown... Go listen to all the episodes. Yeah, you got it now. Now you have to figure story. out which one. Yeah. So, yeah. Does the hometown have any paranormal legends? I like this one a lot. Now, well, while we're waiting for the people in the chat room to pop, pipe up, how about you, Caitlin? Does your hometown have any paranormal legends? It's it's got little ones here and there. They're all um, kind of ephemeral, I guess, like ghosts are. Um, 
like there's the dar house that's allegedly haunted but then um and it's an old like craftsman style building but then the people that lived there in the 80s before it became their meeting house they're like nah i didn't see anything so they're a little hush hush about that it's hard to tell um i did go to a summer camp as a kid and they used to tell this story um, about a beast that lived in the tunnels up in the hills. And then, of course, they would take us on a hike through the tunnels, and it was wet and slippery and full of bees. Oh, wow. Um, Rose just called me out. She's 100% right. Caitlin already knows them. She took us on her own ghost tour. That's right. <laughs> we yes, got, we and got a bunch. Hopefully, when it's safe, we'll have official paranormal almanac tours well hey look uh, there will be for not for everybody listening sorry but for for the the core little friend group of mine that i promised it to forever there is still a black dahlia tour and episode and spots every spot we're going to go to and in interviews there's a lot that's going to happen if this thing ever stops but you know yeah. fing fingers crossed because i really want to yeah. do that um, but yeah, we got uh, Tracy saying Hex Hollow. Uh, Robin saying the Palomar Inn. It was mentioned on an episode, and, and that's in town. So there's that. Yeah, was it? That was an episode. That's right. Uh, Joel saying none that I can think of right now. I'll research. Please do, Joel. That's the best way to do it. Haunted ha ha haunted hotels in Detroit. Oh yeah, Keith. There's tons of haunted hotels in Detroit, and tons of haunted stuff in Detroit. Theaters, everything. Um, Eek is saying I have the Franklin Mansion here in Cl uh, Cleveland. Boy, there's a lot. Oh, the Nain Rouge. Yeah, Trish is right. The Nain Rouge in Detroit, or Canada, depending. Um, definitely. Daniel, the Suicide Bridge in Pasadena. I talked about that in an episode. That's true. Uh, Darren saying, apparently my high school was haunted. Really? That's cool. Alex is saying, I rode my bike through the bee tunnel as a kid like a genius. Thankfully, thankfully it was bee-free at the time. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Austin saying, Haunted Mines in the Mountains of Colorado. Oof, that'd be cool. I like Haunted Mines. I like everything about that. The Hackley and Hume Houses in downtown Muskegon. Yes, I've talked about those as well, Keith. That's that's right. Um, man, there's a lot. I'm digging this uh, quite a bit. Shane is Copper Queen and Bisbee. Wow. All right. Apparently, yes is the answer to your question, Caitlin. There is a lot of paranormal stuff at people's hometowns amazing i hope everybody asks their family and any locals that they keep in touch with that might have any details about these stories i would love love to hear more as would i yes please email me anything that you guys have said or you've heard about or you've been to these haunted locations if you've seen anything i want to hear about it or if you've debunked anything yeah let's do it definitely oh my god i'm loving these questions why have you not been on more episodes? What is happening? <laughs> okay, final question. Lightning round. Everybody ready? If you could earn a million dollars, but you had to survive the night in a killer haunted house with the characters of the last TV show you watched, oh. who are you with and will you get the prize? The last TV show I watched. Oh, I was just watching a TV show before this. It was Psych. So I like this. Yes. I think we'd survive. Sean and Gus, they're smart enough. They'd get me through it. Or they'd die before me, at least. So I'd still survive. Um, <laughs> then you don't have to split the money. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I Yes. Yes is the answer to this. Yes, I would. And I think I might survive um, with the cast from Psych. 
prior to that, what was before Psych? Oh, it was The Office. I would have definitely died there. I'm glad I watched Psych right before this. <laughs> wow, yes. All right, I like this. I would definitely do it just for the can. Oh, wow, Austin, the cast of ER. Yeah, you'd win. Uh, hey, Austin, fun fact. I was an extra on ER. See if you can ever find me. I did it a few times, actually. I used to play basketball with... Uh, I'm going to name drop real quick. Not the name drop, but I used to play basketball with George Clooney between the scenes. It was pretty cool. Him and I. George and I. All right, back to this. Oh, Parks and Rec. Sorry, Tivis, you're dead. You're, you're, you're dead now. Um, <laughs> Arrested Development? Nope. Sorry, Jennifer. Dead, dead and gone. Uh, the TV show is cursed. You'll be okay. Yeah, that's true. You've got you've got magic, so you're probably gonna survive. Interior design masters. We'd renovate the hell out of the house. Good answer, Rose. I like that one quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> oh Joel. my god, that would that show would be like at the top of the ratings. Are you it kidding? Would be, it would be the best like, episode ever. It would be like you know, ghost hunting plus like HGTV. Like that would make a boatload of money. <laughs> Oh, God. I'm sorry. I take that back. I was going to say Rose wins, but nope. Darren wins. What we do in the shadows. You're a thousand percent good. <laughs> oh, Alex is with what we do in the shadows as well. Yes. You guys are golden. Everybody's golden with that one. That is the best. Um, That's my answer, too. <laughs> is it really? Thank you, Hulu Watch Party. <laughs> oh, that's the best. Um, yeah, you know what? Sorry. Thousand percent. You all win that one. Uh, what we do in the shadows. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, there we go. Uh, Supernatural with Sam and Dean. Joel, you'd probably survive. Um, I just watched Curse on Netflix, so I get Arthur and Merlin. Yep, you'd survive. I like that, Trish. Julie, the cast of America's Test Kitchen. No, you'd, you'd end up being killed and eaten on that show. That would be... Wait, what? what's the order? At least it says the order. What's that? Oh, that's the one on Netflix. I have seen this. Yep, Elisa, Elisa would survive. Uh, Brian would survive. Holy crap, Daniel, American Horror Story Coven. Would you survive that? You probably would. You've got a bunch of witches around you. Oh, you God, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, I'm fucked. I just watched a documentary on Ted Bundy. Yeah, hey, guess what? Uh, good luck with that one, Melissa. Uh, enjoy your death with Ted Bundy. Oh, man. Yeah, that is. These are these are all great answers, but uh, I'm sorry. the The correct answer, the the answer the judges were looking for, was what we do in the shadows. That is the correct answer. <laughs> yeah, those those are some people we need to get on the show for sure. Oh God, yeah. Stitch, stop opening the putting, door, man. Putting those out there. If if anybody knows anybody. From what we do oh, in the are shadows. you kidding me, man? I said the chance Put to talk to, to hang out with Matt Barry and all of them. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh yeah. Like the, I've been the, watching yeah, old the, episodes the of Greg Face Off. And I and I know you know if you're if you're into being on a weird show like that, you you've got some stories in your pocket. Like you you've. <laughs> so many like that that would be a dream of mine to get to, to chat with the cast of what we do in the shadows a hundred percent yes this is fantastic i'm loving every answer that's on there even the ones where you guys are just instantly going to be killed sorry but uh yeah oh wait no eek was wrong it was monty python still dead still dead uh joel no stitch is giving me the eye of it is now been two hours it's yeah. time. He, that's his time to be like, okay, now it's us time. So that's all he's doing right now. 
<laughs> well, uh, you know, Stitch is the producer of this show, so what he says goes. I'm going to respect that. Caitlin, thank you for doing this. For for, for Thank you. No, thank you please. so much. This is fantastic. I had so much fun tonight. Any chance to, to get together with everybody, even virtually, is just the best. I can't thank everybody for watching and listening and chatting and participating. The phenomenal callers. We had, we had Tivis and Kevin and Joel and Keith and Melissa's story and uh, Marcia. And, of course, the person of the night, Caitlin. Love this so much. Thank you, Caitlin. Oh, I love the, you. Thank you so much. This is the best. I, I Again, anytime you ever want me to do something like this, I guarantee you I'm going to say yes. So, uh, Caitlin, happy birthday. From me to you, love you. Can't wait to hang out with you. Oh, Caitlin hung up. Well, that was fine. That was good. That was a nice ending anyway. That was perfect. I love it. Caitlin, you're the best. I love you. You guys are the best. Thank you all for watching. Once again, I am your host, Kurt Savig, and this has been another special Summerween edition for Caitlin's birthday of Paranormal Almanac. Thank you guys, you're the best. Nudie, you throw me back.